the next episode of the Waifu Wars podcast. I am Damien's Doki Doki filter whenever he sees Anya, Druvidu. And I am that grade schooler who realized he wants to be dominated by Anya, Silveroni. I... Alright. <laughs> oh my god. It's okay, like a co- it's a copping it's a copping for me. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> welcome to the next episode of Life Wars Podcast where we talk about all things anime. The good, the bad, and the weeb. But not your waifu, cause she ain't shit. What's up, Bonnie? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm I'm trying. I don't want to say I'm tired, but I'm a little less tired now that we're starting the podcast. I'm a, I'm a lot less tired. There's there's <laughs> there's some things I'm excited to talk about, and bitch, it's late at night. So without any further ado, let's get right into it. Starting off with our new segment this week in anime, anime, anime. anime. Um. So this is not, <laughs> this actually has nothing to do with anime, but it was on Anime News Network, and I was like, ooh, because, you know, I like, <laughs> I like, you know, ooh, I like being in the mess a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to Anime News Network, Power Rangers star Austin St. John, aka the Red Ranger, charged on suspicion of fraud related to COVID-19 loans. Yikes. Um, so basically, him along with 17 other people are charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Um, what happened is is that uh, do you remember that program that's like meant to help smaller businesses? Yeah. Um, it is they are called the Small Business Administration's the Paycheck Protection Program, or the PPP. PPP. The PPP. Oh my god, we used to have... <laughs> oh, remind you of something in grade school. <laughs> wow. Very, 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 very much a fun club called the PPP. <laughs> I feel like it had to be with little boys and peeing. No. Oh, thank God. I feel like it's something. I, I say thank God. I feel like it's something worse, isn't it? It is probably. Uh, well, I, I, I mean, was it as bad as committing wire fraud? We didn't commit wire fraud, no. <laughs> okay, man. Maybe hope for y'all yet. Mm. Um. But yeah, so that's basically what happened. Apparently, they um. They apparently used that money on. Personal purchases, um, paid leaders of the scheme, or gave the funds to third party to invest in in them for exchange markets. Um, there's also something else. Oh yeah, they allegedly misrepresented information on their applications, such as the true nature of their business, the number of employees, and the amount of payroll. So I'm like, yeah, it's kind of oof. Yeah, kind of that's illegal-ish. <laughs> that's like a, oh, that's like a legal-ish. Mm-hmm. Just a bit. Um, he pled not guilty. He said basically the things that happened were done through third parties, and 
he's just the victim of it. I hope that's the case. I don't want the Red Ranger going to jail. Like, chill. Yeah. <laughs> like, I sure hope not. So, yeah. Uh, hope everything works out. Hope he is indeed not truly guilty. And things work out for him. Uh, and that, yeah, that's all my news. All right. Uh, I have two small pieces of news. Mm. Uh, let's hit y'all with the funny one first. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in honor of Kiss Day, which is apparently uh, May 23rd in Japan, it's uh, Kiss Day. It, mem- it commemorizes the um, first ever kiss in a Japanese movie that happened on May 23rd, 1946. So, you know, you figure like, oh, it was the first ever kiss scene on a movie. So maybe you want to be classy to celebrate it. Like, what? You have a, a nice, classy, romantic movie playing or something to, you know commemorate nope to commemorate this auspicious date abema will stream 12 episodes of the yosuga no sora romance anime on its live channel oh i am disgusted (laughs) oh imagine commemorating kiss day with imagine if in 1946 you go back to that historic moment and you told the p- the director and everything like to commemorate this day almost a hundred years later, we're gonna stream an anime about a guy who just fucks his sister. <laughs> like I, I, I really can't. Like, I really just can't. I really don't know what to say. Like, how dare they? Like all ask... the romances. Why like... why? Why the incestuous one? Why? I mean, there was more t- I feel like there would be even more tasteful incestuous anime you can go with oh was... oh you're not drawing a line at the incest you're like no first off this is like trash incest there was a really <laughs> good incest anime i just forget what it was called oh man it's gonna bother me now um fuck it, it was anyone, tasteful listen if anyone gets down like that you know and likes and likes that kind of shit please say it in the comments only can remember i guess Dot, was dot, it Koi Kaze? Hold on. I now need to know. Oh Koi god. Kaze. Oh my god. I'm pulling it Drew and looking this up on stream. Yep, it is Koi Kaze. <laughs> That's how old I am. Not pulling it up on stream. Came out in 2001. Yeah. That was when that was when we had class and our incest. Not not Ori Emo and Yosuga no Sora. <laughs> Did Ori Emo actually have any incest in it? They kissed. Oh. And depending on the, I guess, the, if you play the visual novel, you can have sex with her. Go further, yeah. Uh, ew. <laughs> not even ew. Is it, is it sad that I'm like ill? Not even because it's incestuous. I mean, also ill, but. Ill because it's, it's, it's her. It's her. It's, it's ill because it's her. She's such a tor- Ill she's because a ter- it's her. And yes. her neckle is right there. Come on. Yes, yeah, she's a terrible mm. human being. Like. Mm-hmm. Duh. God. Imagine her raising your kid. Nope. And, Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> for real! They should have just aired Toradora. That has like one of the best kiss scenes ever. Come on, come on! Oh man, I can't wait till you know the the MC has a kid with fucking what's her name, and they have some kind of defect because incest. Hello, <laughs> and and then she's just like, ah, oh, stupid kid, or like I don't know, punches it in in the face. I don't know. Look at her. <laughs> incest and child abuse nice 
I wouldn't put it past her. She's really not a good person. <laughs> on uh, on a more nice note, that doesn't involve <laughs> incest. Actually, maybe not. This might not be. So. <laughs> but uh, Wakame Kombu's the maid I hired recently is mysterious. Gets a TV anime in July. Um, so this is, a, I believe, this is a pretty popular manga. Basically, it's about this maid who uh, is super hot and ada ada. And she is working for this Shota, and romantic hijinks ensue. Right, so. Sh- uh, Shotokans rejoice, I guess. Yes, it's not often we get a Shotokan show, you know. I appreciate it. I guess. Um, if you're looking forward to some etchy uh, show next season, I guess you go with this one. Yeah, although I really like her design. Also, yeah, she looks great. <laughs> <laughs> also, her name is Lilith, so I'm just like, okay, so suc- <laughs> succubus it is. Yes, succubus. succubus Always with the succubuses in the shoulders. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, now that we're done with our news, it's time for our weekly reviews, and we're going to start off with Spy Family, episode seven. Um, is this gonna be my episode of the week? I don't know. Um, oh, I'm gonna split it with something. I know it's 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 I. Yeah. I don't know if I want to split it. I might. I'll say it's my episode of the week for now. I might split it later on. Yeah. I feel. Um. Yeah. No. This was this episode was I called the episode very funny. Um, mm. and just like I hope they would do, it started leaning more towards Anya going to school. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad the school cast is actually incredible. Like Becky, Becky, this episode was beautiful. I love Becky. Yeah, Becky, Becky was me also. <laughs> it was very much me, even though I feel like in this case it worked out against uh, poor Anya. Yeah, because <laughs> yes, she spends essentially like the entire episode trying to apologize to Damien. Mm-hmm. Not going so well. Yes, and for like the first half of the episode, she literally just gets blocked by Becky like hardcore. Like, hey, Damien. She's like, no, fuck that loser. Fuck him. You're right. better than him. Right. <laughs> him. right. Becky's like starting so much shit. I know. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, ooh, you're, ma- you're making me see myself in the mirror and I don't like it. <laughs> uh, um,. But yeah, eventually, <laughs> after Lloyd, you know, in so many ways, tries to send signs to his daughter to apologize, like, so many ways. Laid it on really thick. Super thick. I mean, what was your favorite, what was your favorite way? Was it the, the way he trimmed Sari into the bushes? Was no, it? it was the reflection thing. The reflection, with yeah, the... that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, the reflection was. Is that the... you, God? Is that you? <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, Anya. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that part. Whole part was really funny. Um, the climax of that section, of course, was the best part. Where, yeah. <laughs> where Damien, it's like this weird juxtaposition between like Anya and Damien. Like they're, it's like they're both having their own like 
inner like intense inner struggle. Anya, well, mm. Anya just is just a tough ass, so she can just hear everyone talking shit about her, which I felt so terrible for her. I know. Fuck these kids. How dare you talk about her stubby legs? Her stubby legs are cute. Right. And your legs are not much better. Like Yeah, I, I'm, first me, off. To me, care. you're all tiny as fuck. Like Yeah. <laughs> Although it was super cute when she walked up to the table and, and she's too small to even like barely look over it. <laughs> right, just to walk around. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ugh, but yeah, no, those kids are trash. Yeah, but then Damien realizes that, oh, you know, it might be, it might be love mm. or masochism. Mm. No, yeah. no. If he wants another punch from Anya, he's just like, punch me again. <laughs> right. Or, it awoke something in him. Yeah. Or I'm going to be more wholesome about it and just say he likes that there's someone who doesn't take his shitty attitude and like that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna assume that he's not didn't like develop an S and M fetish. <laughs> maybe it's both. <laughs> I did like that when like he's thinking about her and like it, it you see all the, the times Anya looks at him, but it's like from his point of view. So he she has like super beautiful glossy eyes right. and like it's even more like adorable looking than she normally is. Right. I was like, wait, are, is this Otome game? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the shoujo filter over Anya. <laughs> right. It's like they borrowed uh Otomo gay mobs. Um author said, quick, just do the eyes. <laughs> yeah, do the eyes. Quick, quick. <laughs> Copy and paste. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um so that was that part was really funny um i like how it led to a, a much more heartwarming second half yeah the second half wasn't com like very funny but it yeah. except for the first part but it was mo it was really good because i wanted to see your and um lloyd actually get like a romantic kind of family husband wife dynamic going and I think that this episode did a really good job of, like, establishing that. Like, how they need to work off of each other. Um, I wouldn't say romantic, but I would definitely say co-parenting. Yeah, parenting's romantic. What? Parenting is romantic. Uh. Like, they're working together to take care of their child. I think that's romantic. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, you, you don't have to fuck for it to be romantic. <laughs> it's not. That's not how co-parenting works. I don't see any sexual. Like, there's no sexual tension but, or romantic I, Well, it doesn't have to be them. sexual. It just, it's just, like, nice seeing them work together to take care of the kid. And, like, seeing them, like, oh, I can fill in for the parts you lack and you fill in for the parts I lack. You know that people do that when they get divorces. Like you know that's what that what what, what okay, Lloyd and, the cynic is here. No, when Lloyd, I'm just saying when Lloyd, when Lloyd and Yor do that kind of parenting style. And then she did the whole thing where she's like I'm butting in and he was like, Oh no, you're part of the family. That was cute. 
I mean, yeah, but that's like that's not even like the bare minimum of like romance. She's forgetting okay. that she's part of the. She forgot that she's married. Uh, she's, here we go. Drew, she's literally Drew, acting a nice moment. She's right? acting like a stranger because you're wrong. Heartwarming, <laughs> cute scene, and Drew wants to come in. It's like, no, oh, it's it was so, so nice different scene. from being divorced. It was not romantic or sweet at all. It's just whatever. No, it was a nice scene. I agree. Was it? Was it one that was like romantic? No. Absolutely not. I would. I I think it was romantic because I like to see good parents parenting, and I think that's and no, it's fine to see good parents. Sweet, it's nice, and they're doing good parenting. Good, great co-parenting. So I wouldn't call it co-parenting. I would call it. I would call it co-parenting. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't need to add the prefix to it. I mean, if they don't have like a romantic relationship with each other, it's basically just co-parenting at this point. Okay, so Drew's being cynical. Got it. I'm not being cynical. That's literally what it's you called. You're being extremely cynical. You're, you're trying to. You're artificially being like, well, there's no relationship between them, so it doesn't count. <laughs> I, I, just, I like, what, what I like seeing them. What, what you saying? I like you saying it doesn't. You saying it doesn't count. What is it? It as in them having a moment together. You're making it they sound like a, they had a moment, it's but it just wasn't. But it was thing where it's just like they are working together to accomplish. They had a like, moment. It just wasn't. It, was it just wasn't. Ro- it just wasn't. Rom- like, it just wasn't romance based. It literally was just fi- like it was like the, the moment was about them. The fi- I think we Anya. just have two different views of what romance is. I call it romantic because they were connecting too. It wasn't just like, how are we going to treat Anya? Here is my plan, and here is your like. They clearly were going back and forth and connected with I mean, each other. L- listen, we <laughs> we we connect on like raising the channel. Does that does that make us romantic? No, because the channel is not a child. <laughs> oh, so if we so if you're raising a child together, would that, also, be, um, we, we would that would be not, romantic? We, we definitely don't have the same energy that your and uh, Lloyd had in that scene. <laughs> So if they so if we were raising they had a child, clearly <laughs> had a romantic energy and a romantic vibe going. What? Yes, they were connect. Go rewatch the scene and tell me if it go. All right, go rewatch that scene and then watch a scene from like I don't know what's that shitty movie <laughs> called where they're like all uh, accountants or salespeople or something. Oh, Wolf or, or go watch Wolf of Wall Street and see two people working together and be like, these are the same things. They're the equal levels of romance in both these scenes. Business partners working together and parents raising their kids. I would say they're more like good friends raising a kid. Oh, no. They had they had romantic mo- They had like tension there. They were looking into each other's eyes. Your was being all. I look all in your. I look in your. Eddie. I look in all your. I look in your eyes all oh the time. God. Drew's so cynical. He doesn't like romance. I forgot. I do. Lo- I love. Drew romance. doesn't like straight romance. If this was, if this was a yaoi, <laughs> he would be like, "Oh my god, this is the most romantic, beautiful scene." <laughs> uh, that's not true. No matter how, superior, totally no, no matter how superior. It's more romantic. It is, but... It's more romantic than anything that happened in what was that show we watched last season. <laughs> For the first eleven episodes. Wow! So I know you're lying. No, no because uh-uh. they had a they had a deeper connection. But I don't find it romantic when one person confesses and the other person's just like, "Oh, I don't know." Okay, if, if, that, if that's if if this is a hill you want to die on, be my it guess. Not even a hill. It's just you being cynical and it's, overly I'm, critical of romance. Not, I just don't. I just don't see the the romance yet. Which is one of ironically one of the things I was thinking about. I was just like, oh, in my mind, I was like, oh, it'd be nice if you know they started showing like 
romantic interest in each other. But then I was like, that that might be pushing it because you know they might want to focus on like the whole family dynamic as opposed to them like potentially dating. That's what I was thinking because that's I think how that, that's I how think, far yeah, that's I how much I you, didn't see for it. For you, romance has to be physical, and for me, it just has to be emotional. Like connecting on an emotional level is romantic to me, and I, they were connecting on an emotional level. Maybe if they bond, maybe if they like bonded over something that wasn't like Anya. Then I'd believe Anya's it. their kid. <laughs> their their kid that he just randomly adopted, and then she married okay, into. I forgot, I forgot and you. She married into and that she married into. Okay, just to have a so, cover. Just to have a cover. I'm not Julia, saying you can't have. You're, you're I'm not, not saying you can't. Cynical, you're being. You're I like, am not saying she's a stepchild. She can't I be loved. I am not. <laughs> saying that they can't <laughs> that she can't grow feelings for his stepchild i'm just saying that for at least for me to be convinced i need to see the attention that doesn't outside of anya then that would convince me why what's wrong with there being tension around anya because <laughs> It's well to me. That's that's not that's not tension. That's just like we want to. We both. Well, care about I wouldn't the even. Shop. I don't think that's like saying, the right that's word. Like, yeah, right. I think, but it's they're, not, but they're I think connecting. But they're connecting. They're connecting. Yes, Anya. I'll agree. I'll agree. Anya is going to be the thing that connects them. You know that, right? It's not going to be like they're gonna. They're not gonna work independent of Anya. <laughs> it's not gonna be like Anya's gonna be written out of the show and it's gonna turn into the Lloyd. I agree. I agree. Anya's <laughs> gonna be their main bridge, but like. If if every if every conversation they have is considered romantic, just because they're talking about Anya and how to like raise her, I, I don't think it's just because and, it was about Anya. I think it's just they were just connecting on an emotional level. It, like it helps that it was about Anya because they were like they're clearly invested in Anya. But it was only about Anya. What like so what's wrong with Anya? <laughs> nothing. There's nothing wrong with Anya. I'm just saying you're just talking about the like the like the safety. And 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 well, being no, they're of a kid how that they raise like. her child. Yeah, but it was yeah. just like how they how do they raise her properly? There's nothing wrong. There's nothing What's wrong. What's their parenting strategy? There's yes. There's nothing wrong with being very passionate about wanting to to raise Anya the best way. And that actually made me like Yor a lot this episode because like Yor was like that. You know, she had that softness for um. For Anya, when Lloyd was like, you know, going doing like a little bit too much, which by the way, very mm. that's not a common thing between like mother and daughter relationships. It's usually like it'll be that way for a mother and son, or like a father mm. and daughter, but not usually for mother and daughter. So that well, I can't was... speak on that side of it. Yeah, well, I had two sisters, so yeah. Mm. <laughs> I can. Um, yeah, that that was very. I like that 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 change up in the dynamic. Um, but yeah, no, they just they just both really care about Anya's well being, and you know, that can. I feel like you can connect with one, and this is what I mean because I didn't mean it in a cynical way. I'm just saying there are people who aren't necessarily together who connect over their child it may not be like you know whether or not it turns into them dating or whatever is in my mind a potentially a totally different matter like it can happen and it might not happen i'm not saying it won't happen 
mm. because of Anya. I'm just saying, I've also seen cases, many cases, whether it's TV or real life, where these people are like, hey, despite, even if even if we hate each other or just kind of like, eh, about each other, not saying that's the case with Dior and Lloyd, but, you know, the the conversation changes when the child's involved. Because now it's like, Okay, but we gotta do the what's best for our child. So how do we do that? And that usually... I feel like it's not so much the situation as it is the way that they were with each other in that situation. Like any situation can be romantic if the cat, the people in it are bonding with each other. Like it's like the difference between like what if I get a flat tire and someone has to help me change it. Clearly, that ha- that's a situation that doesn't have to involve romance at all. It could just be like two people changing a tire. Right. But if there's like tension between you know a person dating another person and they're like looking at each other and talking about, like, I remember the last time this happened, and they're having, like, it's, it could be the same situation, but it produces very different types of uh, emotions and feelings. I just feel like, yeah, the situation could be replicated if they were, like, divorced parents or something, but in this particular situation, I felt that they were bonding really well over Anya, which was cute and romantic. Because okay. they were going back and forth with how they're, like, how they complete each other, and they work with each other, and they clearly have a thing for each other or at least something is starting to develop like he clearly does care about her independent of the mission even if he doesn't realize that yet is it about anya or your your okay um i don't know maybe i maybe i have to watch it again because i i don't know i did not interpret it as such i literally thought they were just they were they were bonding but just Bonding over their love for uh, their budding love for Anya. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Ugh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a great moment though. Very sweet. Um, and then poor Anya fell asleep after trying to work hard. Yeah, poor Anya. Oh, God, being a telepath at that age is not easy. No, especially because she doesn't know how to really control it well. Yeah. I'm hoping, oh, I'm hoping she, I'm hoping everyone just thinks wonderful thoughts of her in the future. Or at least You're... she knows how to block them hoes out. Oh. Also, it ended uh, with us getting a little snippet of um, yours, brother. Right. So that'll happen next week. Yes, and apparently how, God, you're so, <laughs> you're, it's like, ma'am. I feel like you're really good at killing and everything else. And everything kinda, else yeah. yeah it's, starting, <laughs> it's starting to give that because how do you, how do you not tell your brother that you're married? <laughs> you're going to come in there and be like, what the fuck? Who's this household? <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, that was that. That was my family. Really good episode. Looking forward to next week. And mm-hmm. we're gonna move on to season three of Kaguya Sama wa Kokura Setai Oto Romantic Episode Seven. Um <laughs> I like the really I I think my favorite part was the first part. Oh, uh, with Eno and the in the whole Yeah. Excuse me, when when they joined the festival committee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Ishigami versus like the other nerds. 
that was cute yeah that was that was really funny like i don't know (laughs) just just watching everyone get back in like the the whole ah we're gonna be hype over stuff because you know we're just like that and also half of us really have a crush on what's her face uh subame yeah to be fair subame is super hot so i get it yeah actually that one little scene that they had were like oh yes also she's super gymnastic flexible yeah Yeah. lucky those guys weren't there they were fucking like exploded yeah that was pretty (laughs) that that was pretty lewd for the show i'm not gonna lie (laughs) i was kind of surprised um for me my favorite part was the uh the the chicken balloon thing <laughs> as usual with Kaguya my favorite part is the Chica part now I want to go back to last week Chica was a dick in this episode too but it was funny because there was a point to her being a dick <laughs> <laughs> like when she was shit talking um what's her name Kashiwagi <laughs> oh my god that oh my god that shade yeah. I was like ooh she just said shit <laughs> They said, she said, I don't know anything about taking care of a child. She's like, huh, that's surprising because you do stuff that that allows children to be birthed. I was like, I said, oh. Even Kafra was like, the fuck did you say? I'm out of here. What'd you say? She's like, nothing. Mm -mm -mm. That was (laughs) sick burn, bro. Yeah, she got wagging on. Mm-hmm. This is my chica. This is the chica I love. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I have a bunch of really like. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, we're gonna we'll learn how to talk again. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode had a lot of good mm-hmm. like moments, like scattered throughout, you know, here and there. Yeah. Uh, the whole <laughs> them interviewing, um, Kaguya. Oh yeah. That was very funny. Club. <laughs> like they just let me break down, making random noises, and Kaguya's like, "The fuck's like, what's mm. happening?" Mm. <laughs> I the first time that she said, "Don't worry, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a pre-existing condition." <laughs> uh, and at the end, I forget uh, of the interview, Kaguya says something about. The of how she just like got good at aiming. She's like, "Oh yeah, I just kind of." Did it this way, and then I got a bullseye, and then I never stopped doing it like yeah, that. Yeah, and I just did it like this forever. <laughs> and then they just like, oh, and they just fall, fall to the ground. <laughs> oh my god. That was really I got to say, even though I'm like, I think this was one of the weaker episodes of the season, mm-hmm. I do like, I appreciate the continuity. Like, I like that when we get into an arc, they just, it keeps going and going and building on stuff because now I'm, I'm hyped for the cultural festival, you know? I'm like, man, they're really building up to this. So, and when Kaguya builds up to something, it really disappoints. You know what? I really hope that they still do, even though they said it was rejected. I still want that battle royale to happen. Oh my God. I feel like that's definitely going to happen. Yeah, like... this is going to be unofficial or something. Yeah. Mm, the unofficial battle royale. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved how the the last section ended with with the chica thing, mm-hmm. where she's like, "Oh yeah, just use news balloons. That'll probably solve it." And he just pops it instantly. <laughs> she, she has to teach him anyway. 
poor poor thing. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. But yeah, no, this was this was yeah, this was a decent episode. It is one of the weaker ones, but you know, I feel like it was a necessary. week, a week, it's like a week Kaguya episode is still like relatively really great compared to most anime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, appreciate it much. And with that being said, we're gonna move on to Komi-san wa Komi-sho this season mm-hmm. two episode. Oh, it's on my phone because we watched it at your place. Um. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, <laughs> um let's see, what part was great? I w- I'm gonna get, go to the best part of the episode and literally was um N- Narus or Narus Shishto. Shishto. Great meaning. Ten out of ten out of ten naming wow he is this man is delusional like <laughs> like usually people with narcissists who have who have narcissist tendencies there's usually something about them that kind of quote unquote justifies it or uh, makes some like you can make some kind of argument like oh this is why he deems himself you know mm-hmm. he thinks he's all that a bag of chips him no, that's just homeboy just has a problem. Yeah, just a bit. So um, yeah, no, and this dude was so funny, and I love how, even though he's so unaware about his own issues, I think everyone just, even though we're two seasons in, you can clearly mm-hmm. see by this episode. They already know what his deal is, and they're like, "You cannot talk to Comey." Like, yeah, everyone... they're like, "You in particular, get the fuck out of here! You're not right. allowed to talk to Comey." Like, every... and then you just see this whole segment of everyone just stopping him from talking to Comey. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was hilarious. The the girl with the bat just like chits him in the kneecap. <laughs> yeah, the kneecap. Yamai just proceeds to just read him for just a film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just dragged him, and then Kazuki's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> hey Komi, mm. hey Komi." I love how he has his own personal like background music. Yeah, and they did a little. Cl- the music was really good this episode because they kept going back and forth between uh, like playing different themes and like fading out and stuff. Like, they did a really good job with the audio this episode. Yeah, comedic timing. Agreed. Um, this is a great addition. He's like really funny. He doesn't. I he, he doesn't even have to talk to. Yeah, and I like that he's not a me. dick. Like, yeah, I was afraid that he was gonna be like this dickish asshole. Like, I actually feel like sorry for him. In some right now, he like, feels sorry because it's like you're not <laughs> a dick. Like, so now I feel bad for you when <laughs> I feel like your <laughs> your delusion is shattering. Hmm. But, making me root for the narcissist. I'm like, oh, somebody be his friend, please. <laughs> right, anyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, Comey was like, here's a handkerchief. And then he immediately bounced back. He's like, 
Oh no, she. she... <laughs> I forgot how that ended. He asked, he kind of like makes a movement to like ask for a number, and she's just like, Yeah, no. And she just walks away. <laughs> and just runs away. <laughs> and then he just plays it off as if he was asking for Tadano's number. Yeah, and he just like harasses Tadano. Here's my selfie, my daily selfie to you. <laughs> Let me tell you, the way I would have blocked his ass with the swiftness. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Me now would have blocked him with the swiftness. Um... Yeah, me back in as a teenager, it'd be like, oh god, boy. <laughs> Unless he was like not attractive, then what uh, I thought. Um, but yeah, but then after, um, you know, they have the segment where they're talking about going on the school trip to Kyoto. Mm-hmm. Um, and which leads to like a definitely a more like very serious moment. Or- yeah, it was a really like uh, the most we've ever heard Komi talk in a single episode ever. Like I think yeah. the more than this, she talked more this episode than all the episodes combined. Yeah, easily, easily. Like she literally, this is like her first <laughs> legit monologue. She had yeah, an extended dialogue. Like oh, progress. Like I felt proud of her. I was like oh shit, we're getting right. especially when because the only way she was able to talk to him before was when they're talking on the phone and this time he hung up or she hung up on, she hung up on him but they still maintained uh being able to talk to each other like through the corner which was pretty cute yeah i agreed i was like oh that worked and then once again you just have the, that's the one thing even if this anime isn't as like gufa gufa like um mm-hmm. kaguya I mm-hmm. really like that they're really pushing the progression between um Komi and Tarano's relationship. Yeah, and it's surprising because I feel like this is this could definitely be that type of like a show that just keeps doing the same gags over and over and never makes any kind of progress. Like kind of like school day. Not school yeah. days. Ah, school uh... rumble. <laughs> no, school days made progress. Nothing about progress. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like misunderstanding after misunderstanding, but right. they they actually do give the characters a lot of development and progress the relationships, which is nice. Yeah. So they actually has me super hyped for this trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm you know I feel like not. I want something romantic to happen between them. I feel like it's not. It's gonna make me sad, but mm-hmm. you know what? I'm I should be thankful with this much. <laughs> I should be thankful that they went this far. Damn! I hope you want to make a bet. Who gets who gets kissed first, Kaguya or Komi? <laughs> huh? That's uh, a good one. Hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> this relationship is progressing faster. At this rate, it might be Komi. Right. That's why I'm, I'm like <laughs> they're going to the school trip and everything. Yeah, it might be Komi. It, it might be. It. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next, we're moving on to not Shield Hero. We're moving on to Ahadan uh, San Wa Hakadanai, episode eight. Mm-hmm. 
Um. <laughs> so I made a a thing or made a comment last week about how I'm like, meh, you know, it's kind of a little getting a little stale with the one jokes. Mm-hmm. Or with the one note jokes. Um. Which I still kind of feel about. I still kind of like that hasn't changed. That sentiment hasn't changed, but. I will say one of the funnier gags that keeps me entertained is definitely the one with their teacher who keeps like exploding with nosebleeds. (laughs) And they kept escalating it over and over and over. Over and over. Like, she, I feel like she's very much, she kind of does what Raido does. Mm hmm. Except it's just like a different outcome, which is her passing out. Yeah, she she gets off on the steam of them. I just put on just them doing anything. Yeah, right, I'm like the esteem. Like that's why I questioned myself. I'm like, what the fuck is the esteem between her and what's his name from uh, Spy Family with Elegant? elegant right, girl. they need to hook up. <laughs> esteem, oh, get the esteem, oh, and then well, she would definitely be dead. Yeah. I don't know about him, but she be she be dead. <laughs> she, um. was, she was sleeping, and she just fucking bleeds out. Of her Can I say <laughs> I'm not gonna lie? That part was kind of like, ooh, this is weird. It's a little weird for me. What? Her thinking about her. Yes, your friends. <laughs> your friends. Your fantasizing about your your students in a, in a romantic way with each other. That's. No, Drew, it's just the esteem. That's all. <laughs> uh, yeah, it look, it look a little bit more than esteem. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where I'm like, Oni, <laughs> Oni, call the FBI, but not for you. <laughs> <laughs> It was weird. I mean, I let it go for the sake of comedy. Mm. But also, what the fuck, girl? Yeah, calm down. <laughs> right, literally covered in blood. Shout out to her. Shout out to her friend who yeah, helped her. I actually there. Right, I definitely was like, I'm like, oh my god, potential lesbian vibes, but I don't think that's happening. Mm. It's just, it's just, you know. I feel like between, I think ever since the whole thing with Angie and um, Olivia, <laughs> now I just I just want that to happen. Right? Yeah, yeah you're much. just projecting that into all right. the other shows we're watching. Period. <laughs> um, but then you know I'm I'm fine. I was fine with the festival part. That was pretty cute. I like mm. you know Rido's typical like ah, expectations versus reality shtick. <laughs> where he's just like, yes, I'm preparing to fire this gun and this angle, da da da. And then he misses, and Oshiro, of course, hits it because she's literally good at everything except yep. social interactions. Um. <laughs> oh my god, the part where Homegirl got like a bunch of uh, uh food, food from the food. Oh my god. Listen, as someone who is watching what they eat, that that hurt me. 
Yeah. That that hurt All that me. stuff looked really good. I really wanted some like takoyaki or something after that. Right. I know we're. I, are we going? Are we going? I I don't know where we're going with what a weeb. Shout out to what a weeb, by the way. We're hey, going, what a weeb. We're going. We're going somewhere with them. Some Japanese-ish place. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they have takoyaki. Uh, me too. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Meanwhile, what I had for dinner was like a few pieces of curry chicken, a little bit of rice, and carrots. Uh, I just have leftover pizza, so it's not much better. Clearly, that that's not the problem. <laughs> I'm saying I'm eating healthy, and I just want to eat fat, fat fried shit. Mm. Ugh, I miss junk food. Anyways. Um... Where was I? I lost my job. Oh yeah, and then of course we have the scene with Butaba, which I'm glad of, of all the little kids that are in that show. I'm glad we keep seeing her the most. I'm yeah, she's the most fun. Yes, and I love how she was like, "Oh my god, it's you!" I think so. What 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 happens? Or she's like, "Do I have to call the cops or do I have to scream?" Excuse oh, me. Didn't she like grab his arm or something? Right, I think you guys and like, do I have to scream? And then he's like, "But I'm leaving you alone." Like, it was like one of the things where it's just like, <laughs> "But I'm leaving you like you're not understanding the contradiction in your statement right now." Mm-hmm. Like it can't be a stranger danger if he away. leaves. <laughs> right. So that little back and forth is really funny. Very mm-hmm. very on brand for her. Yeah, and then she finds her dad, who apparently she bosses him around to. Um, but yeah, and then eventually, uh, what's her face? Uh, Ahadan and Raido reunite, and then they say, and then they see the little um fireworks together. It was like yep. a cute little cute. bonding moment. Um, right, they're holding hands, and I'm just like, oh my god, more progression between the couples. <laughs> First, Komi, Kaguya, or Ahadan? Oh, they're never... They're, yeah, it's, not, it's never no, happening in Ahadan. It's, not, it's no. nev- never. <laughs> It'll happen in one of the teacher's, like, fucking fantasies. <laughs> right, exactly. Or 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 we'll see, like, Ahadan, like, give him, like, a kiss on the cheek, and then the teacher's gonna mm-hmm. see, and then her face literally... Ex- like, her head just explodes. <laughs> explodes. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah. So will we shall see. Looking forward to the next episode. Um, but until then, we're gonna move on to Tate no Yusha no Nariagari, season two, aka second season of Shield Hero episode seven. You're, and this is my other episode of the week. You know, I don't know. Like, I understand why. I understand why. In a lot of ways, I was here second episode of the week. I don't know. I just do. I feel the same though. Is the question? Um. 
<laughs> Are you just happy that Ra Ra that Raftali is back to being a lolly? I'm happy that Raftali is back to being a lolly. <laughs> right. And we got another lolly on top of Raftalia. <laughs> right. I see. That's why it's not my episode of the week because no, but no, it's my episode of the week because mm. it was just. First off, after the gauntlet of crappy episodes, yes, this, is like, this, season, is, this is like this is this is like the this is like the breathiest breath of fresh air. Yes, we actually feels like oh my god, this is something important to the main plot, and there's yes. good characters, and I don't have to listen to Rushia talk fifteen times an episode. Yes, uh, the I'm, I'm not gonna lie, this new character Kizuna like hard carry this episode oh yeah she was great yeah, she even had like a bit of a dark moment when she was like trying to kill herself <laughs> right where you saw that in the background she's like i was gonna give up but then i was like nah mm -hmm. but she's like give up and then i saw the news so i was like oh that kind of give up and then you see her just rip it apart with her bare hands yeah i was like oh she's strong she's yeah she ripped mm -hmm. apart fucking rope <laughs> right and she is the hunting hero is and I'm just like, is so much that... cooler than the fucking book hero. That's <laughs> so much. Um, like, is that was that like a fishing rod? Yeah, she has a fishing rod. Right. Okay. Because I was like, I saw her, and I'm like, oh, it's it's giving Hunter Hunter. <laughs> um, did they have fishing rods in Hunter Hunter? Um, for everyone's um, for everyone who doesn't watch Hunter Hunter, that is gone. That's like Gon's weapon, quote unquote weapon. Mm. Of of choice for like, I think like the first arc essentially, eventually <laughs> doesn't use it anymore. But um yeah, um <laughs> yeah her, her I think hers might be a little, a little bit stronger though. Yeah, ask the kappa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when, you, when i said when i said homegirl's head was gonna explode from watching a hot and <laughs> and um right okay so i was like well speaking of <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i just like that they went back to its root like this feels like yeah hero author was just like all right we need to go back to our roots Very what makes season one. successful yeah and it was like first up lowly raftalia we need to we need to really go back to the roots <laughs> of the series um, Raftali was super cute this episode. Um, but more so, I just like it felt like Shield Hero because we actually got to see Naofumi do stuff and be smart about it. Like the way he finds out how to escape the infinite labyrinth was honestly kind of cool. And I liked that there was continuity with the with the seed from the first season. The wild, crazy plant. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was that was cool. I was confused at first, but then I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I also really liked that uh we had a good mix of like some really minor action, but like uh the character interactions were really cute and fun. A bit of comedy here and there. New character was great. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see more of her. I just feel bad. I don't know where Fido is. Fido just like fucking disappeared. <laughs> yeah, but she'll be back. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> the adventures of Philo. We're gonna get an episode where it's gonna just gonna be that. Well, if they're all level one, that means she's like an egg. Or like in the uh, her basic Oh my god, basic chocobo form, yeah. Right. I forget. That that was her original form before she became a lolly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Watch her just be in his pocket or some shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would, but it wouldn't. I know what you mean. Yeah, this is a this is a really good episode. Um, you know, I I'm looking forward to see Kizuna become reunited with Glass and La Arc, and then like the whole yeah, so we all are kind of supposed to kill each other? Question mark. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how that awkward moment's gonna play out. Yeah, it's gonna. I imagine she's just gonna join them, and they're like, "Oh, well, you saved our friend, so we'll let you go this time." Right. Until, until season three. And then we'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, good episode. Really good episode. You're, I hope it keeps it this way. All right, let's move on to Otomege Sekai Wamabni Kibishi Sekai this episode. Episode. Oh, right, it's on my phone. The eight, mm-hmm. episode eight, I believe. Yes. Woof. Um. So, wait, what's the what's the bitch's name again? Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah. Right. So Stephanie blackmails Olivia because she's just like I can't. She's like I can't stand to see my. She can't stand to see my favorite lesbian couple prosper. Mm-hmm. So she's like, let me just throw a wrench in there and just shit talk you like crazy, borderline abuse you, and then make you blackmail you into, you know, convincing Leon to fight some sky pirates that she ends up hiring. Yeah. And I'm just like, all of this for what? <laughs> like, Petty revenge. Right. I'm like, you want and like like were you hoping they were gonna kill him? Take his <laughs> shit? Like what was the end game here? This kind of cute little mob moment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just mean, just shitting on her, just being like, oh well fuck you. Now what? Right. <laughs> well, Miss Girl forgot what time Angelica was on because <laughs> the way she confronted her, so, <laughs> I don't know why she like said her whole plan out loud. Yeah, I don't know why she keeps confronting Angelica, knowing that Angelica is gonna beat the shit out of her. <laughs> literally, she's like, "I can literally beat you again at any moment's notice." Like <laughs> because once again, Angelica <laughs> like yoked her ass up. Yeah. <laughs> Literally she showed with like bandages on. <laughs> right, lit her off her feet and said, "Bitch, what'd you do?" <laughs> and she said, "Listen." She said, "Some shit happens to them. Like you're done. You finished, girl." Mm-hmm. So, you know, I feel like I feel like a lot of people play into like the politics of the shit, but then there's mm-hmm. like certain points where it's like, "Girl, fuck your politics. You ain't doing nothing to me." Next episode, Stephanie's gonna show up in like crutches and like a cast and like Angelica. You know what I did to Olivia today? Like just friends about me. Like how many times I have to teach you this lesson, Stephanie? <laughs> right. And then she's like, you know what? Don't even bother telling me. Let's just skip to the ass beat, the ass whooping. Pushes her down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's not that kind of girl. 
Unless she was doing it like mid beating her ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So all that aside, there's some some interesting things that are happening this episode. For one, actual like character development. Yeah. Like red and purple. That's what I'm calling the dudes. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm just gonna refer to them by hair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> red and purple actually have character development. And, you know, they kind of get humbled by watching Leon take out a whole, like, group of Sky Pirates. Mm-hmm. And they're like, damn, we ain't shit. And, I like how incredibly dumb they are when the, when the pirates attack and then he's like, like oh. guys, get ready to fight. fight. Like, what? What, do you, huh? what do you mean what? fight? What are we gonna, what are we gonna fight. do? <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. And the way I was living for this terrible, terrible fighting animation. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was gonna say it looks like nineteen sixties Gundam, but I'm like, I think nineteen sixties Gundam looks better. It's a falling for me. It's yeah, a falling the, for the, me. I'm hundred percent sure the falling is just them shrinking the image slowly <laughs> to make it look like <laughs> They're like, oh no, like five minutes later. Oh no. And they're doing it on purpose because they did the falling thing like three times. I'm like, all right, you know this doesn't look good. Why do you keep going back to it? Because they're doing the best they can. <laughs> this, this... That scene, don't even put it. Do, do what you did with the Angelica fight last episode. Just make it all stills. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, NG. NG. NG's Productions is doing the best they can <laughs> with what clearly what very very little they have. Yeah, is at least that's what I want to say. But then they also did, um, the detective is dead. They did. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. So what, I don't what, under- what, did they blow all their budget on that I show? Did, I feel like they did, or they're, they're definitely <laughs> saving it for the next season of Uzaki Chan. Oh, yeah, probably. Like, Zaki better have, like, a god-tier animation, then. I mean, it did the first time, so... Yeah, they need to really work that, uh, t- the Uzaki boob uh, jiggle physics. In this <laughs> they're like, you know, they're like, it takes... <laughs> every time Uzaki's breast jiggle, we're in the studio for five days. <laughs> <laughs> Animating it. Doing the, the, the physics surrounding the jiggle. <laughs> Oh man, they yeah, they really did not. Ooh, yeah, so action is clearly just not their strong suit. No, definitely not. Not at all. They're no clover works. <laughs> they are that is for certain. But hey, I feel like because the rest of this show is so like funny, mm-hmm. somehow that just makes everything funnier. I don't know why. Yeah, it kind of works in a sense like I feel like it's supposed to be bad on purpose. It's you know? not. It's definitely not. But it's definitely not. Because like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it just feels like another comedic moment. You know, it's like ah, he's beating them up. He's <laughs> killing you, Sky Pirate. It's gonna suck when we get to like a serious fight, and it looks horrible. But for now, it's funny. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, can't wait for those PowerPoint um, PowerPoint we also got a bit of development with um, Livia, where at the end she's right. just like, "Why are you? Why? What am I to you? Am I just a pet?" I'm like, "That's actually an interesting thing because he right. he never really defines his relationship with her. It's just like I'm doing this because 
right. reasons. Like, you know, I feel like he kind of taught her out all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like that's actually, I at first I thought it was just being drama for the drama. And I'm just like, mm, you know, actually, from mm-hmm. our point of view, it's just this guy who just comes and being nicer all the time for some reason. Yeah, he like, doesn't know why. Like, you know, all the other rich people look down on me and shit on me. But yet you two aren't. So I don't know. Maybe you guys like, you know, she's assuming they have ulterior motives, which is so mm-hmm. funny because it's usually the times where they don't suspect them. That's when they have ulterior motives. But, exactly. So very interesting. Very, very interesting. So... Yeah, I want to see. I want to see how that's gonna get resolved. I wasn't like drag on too long. I hope it does get uh, resolved by next episode, though. Um, I'm hoping it does too. Yeah, that's because I feel like there's just, there's other things we can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do love that one part. Um, before we move on, that one point where um, uh, Julius is talking to his mom. And he's like, "Oh, why can't I go hunt the space pirates herder?" And then I just love her song. She's like, the fact that you don't know is exactly the reason why. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, mom's I gonna stand. mom. <laughs> oh, I'm left with no choice but to stand. Mm, she's so she's everything. She's yes. everything. She is the moment. And something from oh, you know that Wendy Williams meme. If if you know it. I'm talking to a bunch of straight people. Who, who am I yeah. kidding? Who am I kidding? We don't, we don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah. Great episode. Can't wait for next week. Um, oh, last but not least, we have Todachi Game, which um, yeah, I guess this is my other episode of the week. What? I don't know. I'm just, I'm here for... It's like, because it's messy as fuck. Yes, it's so, it's so messy. I don't know what's what. Like, everything is, like, everything's just been flipped upside down in a matter of, like, mm. two episodes. <laughs> like, like, everything shifted so much, and it didn't stop shifting, like... You know, we all we thought that he, um, like the whole thing about Tenji and Shiho, we all thought it was like, oh, like he's just obsessed with her, like, cause, like, you know, fucked up, weird Yandere mm-hmm. thing. And they were like, it wasn't that at all. Like, they managed, they managed to flip it. Flip it on its head again. Yeah, where it's kind of like, damn, I feel bad for Tenji now. <laughs> right. Unless, of course, he's lying. I don't know. Exactly. We don't even know. That's the guy. We don't even know. He was like, yeah, it's my second time. And I mean, I'm assuming he's telling the truth because they yeah, showed like actual time. flashbacks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like he's mad at Shiho because Shiho's family somehow got involved. I don't think she. Uh, is she a gold digger though? <laughs> That's the question. We don't know. We just we we just do not know. 
that's what I like about this episode because it was just like <laughs> it only just gave me more questions, but not like in a bad a way. Every episode, I know, but like as long as it's a good one that makes sense, yeah. I'm not. I'm I'm here for it. I am too. I'm just kind of curious. Where did they go? Like so, they won game two. Does that mean they just like like Shiho and the rest of them just are they done now or like? We don't know. We don't know where they went. Well, I'm sure they're going to work their way back into the plot somehow. Absolutely. But... Absolutely. Um, and you know what's so crazy? The fact that, like... I... I feel like this might be a hot take. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see, like... Everything that happened to Tenji. I mean, given the fact... Like, a little bit exaggerated. Because, you know, it, this this is... Tomodachi game but like mm-hmm. i can like kind of see that happening like not to sense where some kid randomly just has like a million fucking yen for no reason but and all that shit has and they start like trading and investing i'm like i'm pretty sure all of that's illegal in <laughs> in japan and america yeah um but um yeah like i could definitely see them being like, yeah, we're investing and being friends, and they get immediately just throwing that all the way over a girl. Yep, I get a billion percent I, see that. I've seen it happen. I'm pretty sure I've yeah, like it's happening in some <laughs> right. Like women usually get in between men. Not saying like, well, not usually. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes. It's not uncommon if it happens, especially at like teen, at like the teenager age, I should say. Or you know, yeah, like happened in older times. Let's be on teenager too. I mean, it's more likely to happen when you're a teenager, yeah, because of immaturity and whatnot. But um, but oh, oh, the way I j- the way it just clicked, I'm like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, you think um, you think people in their twenties are any more mature than they were in their teens? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they definitely made sense that it got in the way. Um, the only thing with me though, it's just like <laughs> if it was that much money, I would not give a fuck. I don't even think teenager me would like fuck that over for like mm-hmm. money. For money? Mm. <laughs> no, like no. And then they end up a quote unquote spending it on Shiho. And I guess that's when, you know, we start casting suspicion because it's like, bitch, what do you mean mm-hmm. he spent it on Shiho? Yeah, like what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> does does that mean Shiho knows? Like about all of you guys investing because I I don't think Tenji told her. Yeah. Well, until he did, but until prior, (laughs) right? Um, you know, prior to all that mess, but but like, yeah, what did she do with that information? That's a huge gap that we're missing. Mm Hmm. So I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be one of those things where it's like, haha, I'm casting you in an evil light. But then it's like I'm not that evil, or it's a little more complicated. Like my dad yeah, found sure out, like some, right? Yeah. My dad found out and kind of forced me to go along with this, or else something that was gonna happen, like some shit. 
Or like someone else was like, yeah, taking advantage of the situation without her knowing. Right. Oh my god. But then I feel so bad. Of course, I don't know how his dumbass dumb said anything to Shiho. Mm. Like, why would you tell her? <laughs> like, why? Um, because then his dad dies. And I'm just like, no, that's so sad. Man, poor daddy. I knew you that when they were they yeah. built him up like, oh, he was he, my dad's my hero, and he's, he's a hero. Great. I love him the I tell the one I love the most. Also, why did he tell? Why did he tell him too? Yeah, he, he kind of fucked up. Yeah, he kind of got his dad killed a little bit. <laughs> um, Maybe he's the killer, not not the other guy. <laughs> <sighs> um. Also, everyone. I, it's interesting how, like, because of the math, everyone is, like, lying about their amount. Mm-hmm. Like, not, okay, let me phrase that, not everyone. Some people are lying about their amount. Like they have. They're not as, quote-unquote, even as they thought they would be. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, ooh, so I can't wait for them to go back to that point. I do think, though, that 10G is definitely, like, I, I can't even say like on the on the quote unquote good side now. I don't even think there was a good side. Right. <laughs> like he's on the side that's trying to take down this whole game, Tomodachi right. game. Cause he went as far as showing someone how much he owed, which ended up doubling his amount. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just like that's a like he's that desperate. So at the very least he's that desperate to get the MC on his side. Because he believes the MC that's what it takes to to win, and then I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna do with that. I do like. What, what, how do you think you're gonna destroy this Tomodachi game thing? And like, like how, mm. like like how you're gonna you're gonna beat the game, and then what? Be Squid Game style. You're gonna become one of the uh, fucking selectors or something, and then uh, try to take it out from the inside. I mean, we we can't even say that Squid Game style because that didn't even happen in. Squid Game, well, we don't know what's going to happen in Season 2. True, but I feel like that's what's I really, happen. I really, I really, and I mean I really hope the main character does not go back into Squid Games. Please don't. Please don't I'm 100% happen. sure he is. Oh, I'm going to be so upset when he does. <laughs> I'm going to be... Yeah. Also, I'm 100% sure that girl at the end of this episode is uh, the pink-haired girl that was with uh, the Overseers. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. She, that she just magically disappeared now, like in those other girl with same with hairstyle. Yeah, she, could, she, she probably probably just dyed her hair brown and like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm Marie. Nice First, to meet you. I'm not suspicious. Right. I'm like with that American name, American ass name. No, <laughs> girl. No, you are the werewolf. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Imposter found. Mm. But I do like the premise of the game, though. Yeah, I like that it's really simplistic and, like, yet still has, like, a lot of room for people to fuck around with, like, yeah, changing like teams and stuff. Yeah, teams, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that, I, I'm, I don't know, this is, this is weird, I'm glad, I'm kind of glad there's, like, a part where there's, like, no violence. <laughs> where it didn't just, it won't just necessarily evolve into, like, a fucking battle royale. 
yeah, it should though. Right. I, I, feel I, like, I, would... I feel like that was implemented because that's what happened in previous games. Like, oh yeah, people just start killing each other. Yeah, yeah, like killing each other. So everyone was like, mm. mm-hmm. can't, you can't have winners if they're all dead. Yeah. Can't we can't spread the word about this if all of our participants die. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, but I think that's it. It's more or less the skinny about this week's episode of Tomodachi Game. It was really enjoyable. I really liked it. Mm. I liked that the stops kept coming. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. That's the end of our weekly reviews. And for, we are not doing Waifu Wars this week. We're doing a filler arc, y'all. We're doing a filler arc. Mm. I finally finished Michiko and Hachigen. Yo, this was, first of all, I say it again. This animation, I need to see who animated this. Because they had no business being this good in, tw- in 2008. Dean. <laughs> Wait, what? Watch it be Dean. Oh, I thought you said it was the. I said, I said, I said, Nani, Nani said it? Um, da, 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 da. Manglobe. Oh, it's not familiar. Manglobe. Um, oh, damn. They they went bankrupt. Yeah. They <laughs> you know, right. You know what? That makes sense. Oh. I understand. I understand why they went bankrupt and why they're amazing. <laughs> They said there's such things as Samurai Shampoo, which going mm-hmm. Hodgkin, The World God Only Knows, mm-hmm. Dead Man Wonderland, Hayate <laughs> the Com- Combat Butler, I guess that's just an OVA, um, Samurai Flamenco, and Gangsta. Uh, um, yeah, no mega hits there. Well, so aside from Samurai Shampoo. Yeah, no mega hits. It was like hits. a different area. Different yeah. Area, so. No mega hits, but I know a lot of these. Like, Dead Man Wonderland was pretty popular. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I um, feel like these are all, like, cult classics, not necessarily, like, multi-million dollar right, fan right, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm like, these are all, well, the ones I named are all really good. Mm-hmm. Um... But they're not, and everyone's like <gasps> over them, right? Samurai Shampoo. I feel like I've seen all of it from start to end, and I still for I I can't tell you a single thing that happened. I remember they had a really good baseball episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. However, Michiko and Hotchkin was so amazing. First of all, I love. I love that it took place in Brazil. Oh my god. And it was like really like it had that flavor. And this is coming from someone who I've watched like a lot of well not a lot. I've watched like a few Brazilian uh theme shows and movies, you know. Ah oh, fuck. I forget there's one movie that was really good I watched in college. And of course, for people who watch Netflix, the three percent. Which is mm-hmm. which is three percent actually really good. Um excuse me. But yeah, like it wasn't just like we're in Brazil and then everything's Japanese. Like 
the the person who let's see, Mishko and Hotchkin, like the the person who made this, I feel like they they must have they must have been like from Brazil or had family from Brazil or lived in Brazil because this was. This is very awesome and very specific. Like, you have to do research to get this kind of experience. Like, to get, like, that, that kind of effect that they did to that point. Because they just, they really just got down to, like, the rawness of Brazil. Or what it's like to, you know, growing up in the favelas. Um, the kids share being gangsters. Like... <laughs> That was a thing. Like, if, if you were a kid and you got involved or not involved with rather the wrong people, they get you know they give these kids guns and they're like, go kill people. Like, you're a murderer by the end age of like twelve. Um, because <laughs> and I say that because there's definitely a there's definitely an episode where like you know there's like a tragic end like a tragic ending for this girl who's trying to save her sister at the mm -hmm. end. You know, she gets killed by this kid who was sent to go find her. You know, she was trying to make things right, but the kid being a kid, all he heard was his leader's orders was like, oh, nope, kill her on sight. If you see her, shoot her. And that's exactly what he did. And he was, like, no older than, like, 10. <laughs> like, he was, he was very young. So, you know... They they really had like that that crazy harsh reality, but it, it's not used as like a woe is me thing. They kind of just use it as like a plot point where they're just like have the time they're running from like gangsters and shit. There's a lot of gangs, a lot of gangs in this story. It's very gang gang heavy, which is cool. Um, and half the time the main characters. Um, oh so so basically the main premise is that. Michigo, which is like a tall black woman, mm. she is looking for her lover, um, Hiroshi More Hiroshi Morenos. <laughs> I love these names. <laughs> these names are ten out of ten. Um, but in and in order to find him, he finds out that um, this girl. Hana, aka Hotchkin, lives in this orphanage. So she essentially kidnaps that girl and she's like, hey, you're being treated pretty shitty at this uh at at this home. You should just run away with me. And first she's like, no. <laughs> and then fucking her the her adopted father who took her in, tries to, like, kill her. He <laughs> <laughs> just takes a gun and, like, shoots her. Oh, sorry, she doesn't shoot her. She tries to shoot her. There's a lot of plot armor, by the way, in this. Like, there's so many times that the main character should have been, like, killed, like, 50 times over. Um, But I don't care, because it's all cool action. It's just Michigo... Kick, kicking a bunch of people in the nuts like she's super outspoken curses like a sailor she's like even though she's like a woman she's still you can still see she's incredibly immature oh yeah she broke out of prison in the first episode she breaks out of prison and then she looks for this girl to look for her lover 
who's like going off the face of the earth. And then you kind of like follow in his trail and see where he's gone. Oh. Uh, but you follow that trail through um, the main characters. And then you kind of, half the time, they're kind of having to escape from like um, the impact that Hiroshi left behind. You know, in some cases, it's like, oh, this dude kind of like, I worked with this dude and then he kind of ran away and took all my money. And then some of them were like, yes, he also stole my money and you're looking for him. So we're just going to kill you guys because or capture you because we think you're affiliated with him. <laughs> so it's like each episode, it's like, you don't know how you know she both fucked up now. There was one where he hooked up with this girl who was like, who found a way to like grow tomatoes and like had a whole, like she was all scientist and had like a whole farm for growing tomatoes. Apparently he had, he had a stint over there mm-hmm. and that was like a whole thing. You know, the girl that the, the scientist lady, she was like bisexual, like mix out, mix out with Hotchkin, not, oh, not Hotchkin. That's the girl. She makes, <laughs> that's the young lady. She mixed out with Michiko mm-hmm. and Michiko's like, what the fuck? And like, it, it, it's crazy. This anime is, this anime is wild. Gr- it's just a great action show. Which the, and of course, obviously, Hannah getting kidnapped by this girl to find Hiroshi. Of course, they kind of end up hating each other. You know, Hannah, she was brought up to be very polite, to be very hardworking. Like, she's like a good girl, deep down. So in a lot of ways, she ends up being much more responsible than uh, than Michiko to the point where like she has a job while Michiko is just going out everywhere and more more or less Michiko is also getting into trouble. Besides Hiroshi, she also just gets herself into trouble because she's you know she a bad bitch. <laughs> but I do like that it's not it's a struggle for them. Like, there's a lot of, like, these girls get fucked up <laughs> very often. Like, there's no, oh my god, I'm beautiful, so I can't be hurt. Like, Michigo, Michi, Michigo, Michiko, there's some, there's like one scene where, like, these dudes just jump her and just, like, beat the shit out of her. Like, she literally has, like, a busted lip, black eye. Like, her ribs are fucked up, like... And that's not the first time that happens. Uh, so. Yeah. And I think the most. I could tell this is one of those stories where it's like. It's those stories where like. The, the journey is more important than the destination. Yeah, it sounds like a show that's like uh, more about the individual episode, like episodic. Mm-hmm. Cause eventually, what happens at the end? Like you know, they more or less realize it's like no, they kind of they they just grew to love each other. Like you know, it, and and it's not so much a mother daughter way. It's just like caretaker caretaker kind of way. They also care for each other. You can just see. How much 
and it's you know because at first Han hana or aka hachigo's main cons uh her main argument is like oh you're just using me so you can find hiroshi you don't really care about me you're just using me so you can see your lover again by the way Hach uh, Hachikin isn't like she's not um Michiko's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else's mother. Uh so but then as after a while you see how much Michiko is willing to like sacrifice herself, like literally risk her life to save Hana's. Not just for you know Hiroshi but mo but I would say at by the end of the se uh the season it's mostly for Hachikin. So you just see their uh relationship like really bloom. That oh they they think there's an episode where they take a picture of each other mm. and it is the cutest. When I tell you like, that shit melted all eight layers of ice in my heart. So great. So yeah. Um, I can't like this anime was just so awesome. It has so much violence, <laughs> <laughs> very funny moments. Black people, oh, like I've never seen an anime that had this many black people in it in two thousand eight. Like, hello, because they easily could have just been like, her -der -der -der, it's Brazil, but we're just gonna make y'all all kind of tannish, tannish and white." But no, it was people of all skin types because that's what Brazil is. Like, I love that. It just, just felt so authentic. It, it was nowhere like some anime where they're like, oh, this is an episode with like, you know, talking about foreign people and they'll have like a cute little cutscene where it's just like a bunch of like people that look like, I don't know, a Nazi's wet dream, all blue eyes and blonde <laughs> hair, aka America. Um, or, or the West in general. That's how they just describe all the West. Um, so yeah, that was really dope. It's just, just the representation, uh, you know, the great, like, if you, if you want something with a strong female cast, a thousand percent this, like, the women are, like, you know, they're strong, they're sexy, they're weak, they're vulnerable, like, they're badass. They're pitiful. They, yeah. This this show covers like a lot. This show does a lot. Like it's, it's for me. It's it's up there with the classics, at least for like the two thousands. Like this, if you like two thousands anime, this is a must. This is a must see. Oh my god, it's so good. The fact that the animation is so good now, like. Mm -hmm. The animation they have there is good now. I feel like a lot of shows from the 2000s surprisingly have comparably good ad Like, some of them held up really well. Yes. For some reason. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, cl clearly. Uh, <laughs> do you feel that way about Nanaha? No. <laughs> no. Not the original Nanaha, no. <laughs> right, well, are you, are you saying you don't like everyone having the same fucking bang? Same, the oh. same, everyone having the same fucking bayang. But anything by like KyoAni or Shaft still looks good today mm. for the most part. Even stuff like Gene? super early on. <laughs> what? 
Oh, no, you said from me. you said from Keonani. Oh. Yeah, Keonani and Chef, not okay. Dean. Right. <laughs> Let's say. Hmm? Mm-hmm. No, Fate State Night 2006 does not look as good today. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this was this is a really really good show. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna end my little rant slash review slash rave. Want me to go in Hotchkin? Please watch it. Um, wherever you watch your anime, they probably have it. Probably do, mm-hmm. considering how probably popular sure it is. Because I, I like, um, yeah. Also, yeah. Because if you like, first of all, if you guys like Samurai Shampoo, it's like it's it's that it's giving Samurai mm-hmm. Shampoo, um, slash Afro sh- Samurai kind of kind of tea slash um. What was that anime that we were all excited to see, but it was actually bad? <laughs> um, I don't forty Cody. No, 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 no. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I never, I never saw Fully Cooly, so I wouldn't know. Um, no, the, 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 Yasuke. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that animation. Except a little bit more style, like, more stylistic. Like, you know, it has its own, it's more Samurai Shampoo, I would say. But yeah, that kind of. Yeah, yeah. That that camp, yeah. Okay, now I'm done. I am done. You're done because <laughs> I will. I will keep going for like a thousand more hours. And then how are we doing on time? Yep, time to wrap this bitch up. Yep. Only please take note, us away. If you guys enjoyed this episode of the G of the Wife of War podcast, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe. Save all the episodes as they go up every week. If you haven't already, do follow us over on Twitter. Follow us on Twitch and join the party on Discord. All linked in the description down below. You can also subscribe to us on Patreon or become a channel member. Like all these lovely people on screen right now who make the show possible. And Drew, do you have anything you'd like to add? Um, let me know in the comments below if you got this far. Let me know what's your favorite two thousands anime. Yes. Yes. Haruhi. Uh, but yeah, until not, next not, time. Not a, not a surprise. Yes. Until next time, this has been Sobroni and Drewy Doo. We'll catch y'all later. Later. Bye.